Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest, and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge World Tour, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the world talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson. And today on the world tour, we are actually heading back to my home province of Alberta, where we are joined by my Destiny Insider, Jackson. <coughs> Readings. <laughs> <coughs> this stale air has got me fucked. Dude, we're good. Yeah. Uh, for those who have been unaware, Western Canada has seen snow. It's uh, officially winter. However, over in the eastern part of Canada, they're still enjoying like 14 degrees Celsius weather and summer vibes, still, fall vibes still. Uh, welcome back, Jackson. Oh, it's good to be back, Tony. This is fun already. I, I'm I, having fun. I, I love doing these with you when uh, we get the chance to. And hey, we're uh, we're starting off with our headline of the week, which is a very big thing. As people know, we are like uh, only a few days away from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And so what happens around this time? Well, leaks, of course, happen. And a big, big leak has happened with Scarlet and Violet. Basically showing off everything we have uh, from what we saw from the new trailer, because the new trailer did drop as well. They teased, I guess, what we're now calling paradox forms, which vary depending on the game you have. They're very old, ancient, like prehistoric Pokemon that you can find in Scarlet and futuristic metal Pokemon in Violet. And the trailer showed off Donphan and uh, its two forms, so which is pretty cool. Uh, there's also a bunch of new ones. I don't want to get into super spoilery stuff because obviously there are probably people here who listen to the podcast who don't want to know that. So I won't be diving into super, super deep stuff, but there is about, a rough, I think it was like between 8 and 10 uh, Pokemon in each game that will have these forms, which is really cool. Uh, most of them are uh, also um, like pretty like strong Pokemon, like uh, your pseudo legendaries and stuff like that. So very, very cool. Uh, we basically also got the entire Pokedex leaked for the, all the new Pokemon. Um, and I'll, I'll tease off one of them because it's a Paldean form. Uh, Paldean Tauros is a thing. And there's also, according to the leaks, Paldean Tauros has three typings. So there's three different types of Tauros to catch. Just your regular one, I believe, is a dark type. Then there's a dark fire type where it has little bits of red in its uh, mane. And uh, dark water where there's a little bit of blue in its mane. Really cool. Really cool. And we also, of course, got the starter evolutions. We got to see their final forms. Um, the best way I'll describe them is... First off, I'm going to say this, Sprigatito fans, be disappointed. The cat does not stay a cat. It's uh, on two legs. <clears throat> they had one job. Those they motherfuckers. Job. Those, those sons of bitches. Uh, but their typings, pretty good typings. Grass Dark, Fire Ghost, which is great because, you know, like Cocoa Little Pepper, Ghost Pepper, Crocodile. Okay. We are getting <laughs> that. And Water Fighting. That's what the that's what the three are. 
So, you know what? Not complaining. As for the best way to describe them, you got Dank Magician. That is what Sprigatito's final evolution reminds me of, is a weed magician. That's epic. <laughs> you got Flat Fuck Friday for Fuecoco's final form, because if you go on Twitter and you just look up Flat Fuck Friday, you'll know what I'm talking about. And uh, the Water Duck, kind of JoJo-like, more like... um. Like a juggler almost, but also like a sea captain a bit. Uh, so it's it's a pretty. I, I would say uh, in order of my favorites, uh, Fuecoco, Quaxley, and then Sprigatito. Sprigatito got the uh, short end of the stick. Pokemon, hiya! And of course, some evolutions. As we know, Girafferig will be evolving into Ferrigarath. We also got some other older Pokemon getting new evolutions. Wooper, Paldean Wooper, evolves into an entirely new Pokemon. No longer Quagsire. It's now like, I'll, 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 let, I'll let this one go. It's called Claude Sire. And he's just like the bestest boy I've ever seen. Uh, I am all for Claude Sire supremacy. Dunsparce is getting an evolution. Hmm. Big, big, big W there for Dunsparce fans. And out of the blue, which I didn't think it needed a third one, but I love its third form, Bisharp is getting an evolution. So Ponyard to Bisharp to, I can't remember what the third one's called, but it's a samurai. And I love the design for it. I absolutely love the design for it. As a Bisharp stand myself, I fucking love this. It's looking great. It's looking pretty good. They also showed off shinies for some Pokemon. Really cool. Really cool. And shiny hunting is supposedly going to be easier than ever now because uh, when you go on picnics, allegedly one of the things that your sandwiches could increase are your shiny odds. So that's uh, that's that's some of the tamer stuff that the leaks shown, showed off. Uh, what are your thoughts on those, Jackson? I I'm, I'm, can't get over the fact that the cat doesn't stay on all fours. <laughs> yeah. They had one fucking job. <laughs> they really did. I don't know. Like, I have never been more disinterested in Pokemon, honestly, because like I like Sword and Shield were just like one of the games. You know what I mean? Like they weren't that good. The Diamond and Pearl remakes did nothing else. They like paled in comparison to fucking Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And then like I saw this Scarlet and Violet like in the springtime or something like that, whenever the trailer yeah, that's came about, out. Yeah, that's roughly when the trailer came out. And I was just like, dude, they're still making games for the N64? Like, what's going on here, man? <laughs> the gra- It just looked terrible. And I was like, duh. And I just looking at all this stuff, I'm just like, man, this is not cool. And the fact that the cat doesn't stay on all fucking fours. It's like, yeah, you know a lot of people are pissed about that. I am pissed about that, too. God damn. You it's- know what? It might not be worth picking up. For me personally. Um, but I don't know. That's just me. I will say this about Fuecoco. Fuecoco's middle evolution, they gave it a sombrero. But hey, you know what? I'm pretty happy. I'm excited for Scarlet and Violet. Can't wait to play it in a week's time. Uh, looking back, hey, let's also look back at what else happened this past week. Let's dive into the week in review. Covering news from the world of video games, TCG, and board games, this is the week in review. And uh, starting off, a few games came out this past week. Uh, a little to the left, a nice little OCD puzzle game, if you if you like organization. And then, of course, the two big games that came out last week, Sonic Frontiers and God of War Ragnarok. Uh, you've been playing Ragnarok. I've been playing Frontiers. 
uh, tune in next week, by the way, uh, because next week, Don will be coming back on the podcast and we will be talking everything Sonic Frontiers. Uh, basically doing like an entire huge in-depth analysis of everything in the game, what the speed runs are going to look like and all of that stuff. It's going to be a great time. And uh, stay tuned for later in this episode as we'll be talking about God of War Ragnarok a bit. Uh, but sorry, we're looking at the headlines. Hey, uh, Nintendo had an indie showcase this week uh, talking about some upcoming indie games. Uh, gonna run through those really quick. Sports Story, the sequel to Golf Story, that comes out December now. Rogue Legacy 2 is out right now. And a little to the left, you can also get that on the Switch right now as well, as it came out a day later on the Switch. Pepper Grinder was shown off, a game where you're using a drill, digging, action, platforming. That's coming out next year from Devolver Digital. Have a Nice Death, the very popular roguelike, where you play as Death, who's sick of working his office job, and he has to go kill his co-workers because they've been clocking in too much overtime. That comes to the Switch next year. Dordogne... <laughs> it's a French. It's a. It's French. It is French. Uh, uh, that's a French countryside puzzle exploration game that comes out spring 2023. A space for the unbound comes out January 19th. Once upon a jester is out right now, where you where you're a duo of like traveling performers, and you guys are like planning a heist to steal a diamond. The only thing is to get that diamond, you gotta make it to like world nationals of like this performance competition. And it's like slapstick comedy, the game. So it looks really cool. It's out right now. If you play it, please let me know. Uh, Desta, The Memory of Between, which is a dodgeball tactics game. That comes out next year. Goodbye World comes out later this month. A story about uh, two indie game developers uh, and their struggles with making games. Uh, Akka, a game about finding inner peace, comes out December 15th. Blanc, which looks like the cutest game that will probably be out next year which is a co-op game where you play as a wolf cub and a deer fawn who've been separated by their parent from their parents after a snowstorm, and you have to work together to find them. Beautiful, cute game. I think that's going to do really well. Uh, Botany Manor, a game to get your plant-loving girlfriend or boyfriend. That comes out next year. Venba, a game that uh, you, you play as this uh, South Indian family who immigrated to Canada and you're trying to reignite your heritage by cooking South Indian dishes. Really cool. Uh, Oni Road to be the mightiest Oni. That honestly looked the worst out of all the games that were shown off. And Coffee Talk Episode 2 comes out spring next year as well. That's everything they've shown off. A lot of cool indie games. Some pretty average looking, but uh, good selection. And considering I've been playing a lot of indie games of recently... I'll probably try to pick one or two of those up. In PlayStation Plus news, extra and premium members are getting a bunch of new games coming soon, including Skyrim and all of the Kingdom Hearts, I believe. Or it's like the 1.5, 2.5, and 2.8 collections. So still really good. Really good to be a premium member. Uh, in Build-A-Bear news, you can now get the Jumbo Snorlaxes again. Those have returned oh, to Build-A-Bear. That's so sick. <laughs> so uh, get them while supplies last. I don't know how long they're going to be around for. FF's, in FF news, Final Fantasy 16 will be a PS5 exclusive for six months, according to um, some statements that they made. 
uh, that uh, Yoshi P has made and the developers. Uh, they're unclear where, uh, what systems it will be on afterwards, though, aside from PC. Because uh, we do know it'll be on PC, we just don't know if it'll also be on like Xbox or other things as well. Uh, in Netflix news, we have a lot of Netflix stuff. They're currently working on a Gears of War movie and animated series. The animated series, I think, could be good. I yes. think that'll be awesome. Gears is ripe for a fucking TV show, but not a movie, though. Fuck that. Uh, and Netflix's Dragon Age Retribution series, that premieres December 9th. They showed off a trailer. It'll be a six-episode series. And, of course, it stars everybody's favorite, uh, well, it has the, the voice talents of everybody's favorite dungeon master, Matt Mercer, and also Ashley Birch. Uh, in modding news, there is a fan-made VR mod coming to Final Fantasy XIV, the very hit MMO series that includes a free trial with a Realm Reborn and with the entirety of a Realm Reborn and Heavensward expansion, award-winning by the way, up to level 64, free, unlimited playtime. Um, but yeah, VR mod looks interesting, a little trippy, but cool nonetheless. Uh, we have a release date for the Tales of Symphonia remaster. It's February 17th, 2023, and it will be available on Next Gen as well, confirming that PlayStation 5 and Series X, it will be out on those as well, which is really dope. And we also got a Hogwarts Legacy gameplay showcase uh, earlier today, day of recording. Uh, they showed off 45 minutes of gameplay. Uh, this included the character creator, which is pretty, I would say, bare bones. There's, it's mostly just a pick and choose with a bunch of options, which, you know, pretty standard for character creators. Uh, no sliders, pretty dry. Uh, we got a tour of Hogwarts, not like a grand tour, but we got to check out the Hufflepuff common room and dorm room, which is like one of the few locations in the movies we've never seen. So kind of cool. And it kind of just took us around the grounds a bit, uh, the dark arts classroom, a few of the other classrooms. We learned about, we got to see their pause screen menu. Uh, it's called the field guide. Where it'll show you your collectibles, challenges, all that stuff. And we also got to see what, what most likely fast travel will look like. It's uh, flu flames that are all around the campus to fast travel here and there, which uh, for those fans of Harry Potter, uh, flu is basically, yeah, yep. You, you basically get sucked by chimneys is the best way to describe it. <laughs> uh, and we also got to see combat. Um, we learned that there's going to be like 20-ish spells we get to learn. Uh, and uh, combat flows pretty nicely from what we got to see with the, the, the demo that they were playing on PlayStation 5. And also two more stories. One uh, really happy story. One not so happy story. First, in Pokemon anime news, the climax of Ash and Leon's battle has ended, and Ash has fucking done it. Ash is the world champion in Pokemon. Oh now. my goodness! It it was Ash and Pikachu versus Leon's Cinderace and Charizard, and Pikachu got them both down. Pikachu it only took him about twenty five years. Yeah, yeah I no, mean, yeah, good. it took him. It took him however many years ago to become a champion of a region, and now he did it. He's world champion. That's epic. So, good job, Ash. Congratulations uh, on being like, what is it, thirteen years old still? Something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 
And also in some sad news, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman in the Arkham Asylum games, has passed away at age 66. Yeah, that, that got me today. That was very sad. Very, very sad. Ugh. Icon, an icon in the industry. Uh, it, and that's it for the world of gaming uh, headlines. In the world of TCG news, the Mew VMAX League Battle Deck and Silver Tempest, the brand new TCG set, those are both available now to help fuel Pokemon card collectors' addictions. And the Scarlet and Violet base set come out March next year. In the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! Ho ho! There was a version update, about 2.5 gigs added to the game, adding a brand new team battle mode where you can duel in teams of three or five against another team. Uh, brand new some brand new animations, quality of life features, uh, the new battle trajectory uh, card pack to pull from, which is a lot of pendulum support and some link support, but mostly pendulum. And you can also purchase five new deck slots, giving us a grand total of 30 deck slots uh, for 30 decks uh, for 250 gems each, which I got all of them, and I still have gems to spare. And of course, in the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG, the structure deck, the Dark World structure deck comes out December 1st. The Dark Magician Girl Accessories, February 9th, 2023. Photon Hypernova comes out February 9th as well. And the Trap Tricks Structure Deck, it's actually, we finally got the TCG name of the Trap Tricks Structure Deck, uh, but I forgot to write it down, so I'm just going to go with the OCG name, Forest of the Trap Tricks. That comes out February 24th. And in Magic the Gathering news, the Challenge Pioneer Challenger decks are out now. The Brothers War comes out next week on the 18th. Magic the Gathering's 30th Anniversary Edition. Uh, November 28th is when you can start getting those orders in. That include, That's a $1,000 bundle. It includes Black Lotus and a few other cards that have, like, old classic cards that you can't... And none of them can be used in modern gameplay. This is entirely for collecting collecting uh, only. Or, you know, casually. But it's like a 1000 bucks. And of course, the Post Malone Secret Lair Backstage Pass, you can pre-order that now as it will have a full release on the 28th, which is basically cards from Post Malone's personal deck. And uh, no board game news this week, and that is uh, everything that happened this past week. Any thoughts on any of those stories, Jackson? Um, nothing, man. Nothing. Alrighty. Uh, excited for everything. A must consume product is that, that <laughs> no, that's my thought. <laughs> <laughs> must consume. <laughs> Fucking literally. Oh man. Alrighty. Well, hey, speaking of consuming, it's time for us to dive in on what you could consume next week from the or this uh, this week from November fourteenth uh, to twentieth. Here's what should be on your radar. From AAA titles to upcoming indies and random shovelware, here's what's coming out next week that should be on your radar. All right, and starting off on Monday, Solasta, Crown of the Magister Inner Strength DLC comes to the PC, Series X, and Xbox One. On Tuesday, Floodland comes to the PC, Pentiment comes to the Series X, Xbox One, and PC. Smurfs Cart comes to the Switch. Oh, yeah. Epic. That's epic. <laughs> Somerville comes to the Series X, Xbox One, and PC. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge comes to the PlayStation 5. Uh, Wise 
uh, 8, Lacrimosa of Donna comes to the PS5. Bound by Blades comes to the PC. Bravery and Greed comes to the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Eden Gate, The Edge of Life comes to the Xbox One, PS4, and PC. And Siberia, The World Before comes to the PS5 and Series X. On Wednesday, Call of Duty Warzone 2.0, a whole new Warzone, comes to everything except the Switch. On Thursday, Goat Simulator 3 comes to the PS5, Series X, and PC. Aspire 2 comes to the Quest 2. Frozen Flame comes to the PC. My Fantastic Ranch comes to the PC, PS5, Series X, and Switch. Oakenfold comes to the PC, and Star Sand comes out on the PlayStations and Xbox systems. And lastly, on Friday, Spider-Man Miles Morales comes to the PC. Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet make their way to the Switch. Resident Evil 3 also makes its way to the Switch. The Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil in Me, comes out on everything but the Switch. And Heidelberg 1693 comes out on the PS5. Well, it comes out on consoles. It comes out on all consoles. And that's everything coming out. Uh, so obviously the game of the week is Smurfs Cart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> epic. Fuck <laughs> God of War, man. <laughs> God, I saw that. I'm like, no way. Why? Smurfs getting a game right now. God damn. Yeah. Uh, but obviously the big games uh, next week are Pokemon Warzone 2.0 and Goat Simulator 3. Uh, those are your big games of next week. Uh, I didn't realize Goat Simulator 3 was only a next-gen release. Yeah, I'm glad that they're starting to do that, you know? I don't like games being held back by old hardware. I'm, gl I'm glad that they're moving on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, now that I own a PC... I'm like, you know what? It, it, I'm kind of fine with that now. Back when I just had a PlayStation 4, I'm like, God, oh. I'm kind yeah. of just limited. Now that I have like a proper PC and everything, it's like it's so much nicer because I don't have to worry about like uh, FOMO on certain games. Oh, for real. I get that. I get that totally. And I love Goat Simulator. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, I will be getting Goat Simulator 3 when it comes out, and I'll probably be playing that until essentially Friday because that's when Pokemon comes out and I'm going to be devoting everything into that game. Yeah, for real. Uh, but yeah, that's everything that's coming out next week that should be on your radar. And now it's time for us to dive in and talk about the things that we'll be talking about this week in the Game Lounge. Covering a variety of topics with his weekly guests, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. And the first topic of the day is our Destiny 2 report. Mm -hmm. So yeah. let's start. What's what's new in the world of Destiny right now, Jackson? Well, well I, I'm a bit late to the party talking about this one, but like the Lightfall Showcase. Uh, obviously, if yes. you're not listening to the podcast, you don't know what it is. So because I didn't tell you. So uh, basically, yeah. So um, just brief summary. Yeah, Lightfall was revealed like two months ago, uh, and that is uh, taking place on Neptune in Neo Muna, which is like this cyberpunk city. It's so cool. Such an interesting uh, setting in the in the franchise, I guess. And uh, the, the basically the new subclass, the new powers that we're going to get is um, ba basically how I will describe it is string theory, the subclass. Uh, 
it's called strand where we get to channel this like energy from different dimensions essentially that uh like the warlock will shoot some blasts the hunters have this like rope dart kunai thing and they'll just fling it around and stuff and the titans get a spinny beyblade move which is <laughs> which is so fucking sick that is the coolest thing i've ever seen in this game time to and, let it rip yeah so that's coming out at the end of february uh the the main antagonist for that uh, dlc will be callus uh, in his true form, uh, because we've been fighting him before, but not his true form. We've just been fighting robots, and uh, he'll have like a whole new like army full of like darkness, like cabal, and uh, these new oh. enemies, tormentors, which uh, which have like their own mechanics in on in and of themselves, which are so cool to me. Um, and then this will, of course, be like the last normal expansion before the final shape which we will be squaring off with destiny's big baddie uh the witness yes and, uh whatever happens after that is kind of up in the air man uh i'm i'm really excited and uh, but the the main thing that's been going on right now though in the community like that's all stuff that's been talked about to death like for for months now um people are really pissed and like leave it leave it to destiny people to get pissed off you know if i can oh i'm leaving this game and then be back two weeks later um i feel like i feel like we talk about that every time because it's always something it's something new that they have that happens and it just causes the ripple yeah so the, the thing that people are kind of upset about not not like the quality of the game like i've come on here many times and bitched about the the quality of the game um and and that's not really what I how I feel this time. I think the quality of the game it's fine. It, it's it, it's not like that. It's bad. It's just that the Bungie has been doing the same thing for almost two years, and they're not really changing it up. You know what I mean? Like they they added some new uh, mechanics and and features into Witch Queen that have moved the game forward, like weapon crafting. But in the long run, I feel like that that's kind of done more more harm than good. It's more or less just bad luck protection at the end of the day. And, um, you know, every season hits the same sort of beats, you know, like you get a little upgrade grid, you, you farm your, your craftable weapons, you, you tune in for the five minutes of story there is in a week. Okay, now go and fucking do a raid or nightfalls or some shit for the rest of the week. And I feel like that's what's kind of driving players away uh, because not, nothing's really new. Um, uh, a lot of Twitch streamers have been showcasing that the uh, that in recent memory, the player counts are, have been the lowest that they've been in quite some time actually since uh curse of osiris uh five years ago wow um, yeah so it, it which which of course is sad but i mean it's the game's not dead there's at least sixty thousand players on steam and last i checked there was about like 50 i checked about two days ago they could be lower but i mean it, it has to be lower because god of war and like Warzone are coming out so people are probably yeah. just prepping um, and there, and everybody's making such a big deal about it. And I, like we get into a point where every season, you know, after all this stuff is done, you know, we just came off of a, a, a holiday event festival of the lost and people are like, Oh, the game is dying. The game is bad now. And it's just like, you know what? Every, every season, it's the exact same, you know, everybody's all hyped and stuff. Oh, this is the best season ever. And then we do the content. Okay. This isn't very good. The, the, the holiday event comes out. Okay, this sucks. And and they do. I think that they do. But it is what it is. They, they hit a box and whatever uh, for those holiday events. And then now that there's nothing to do, people start complaining. And that's just been the cycle for, for years now. And I think that the player base is like just getting bored. 
uh, because there's just other stuff to play right now. Is the game going to die? No, it's never going to die. Destiny's no. going to go out on its own terms. They need yeah. to literally delete the game for the game to die. <laughs> um, it's it's just one of those franchises that's like, it, it's just kind of just like, yeah, it's it's not going to go out. Nothing's going to replace it. There have been many Destiny killies. Destiny has become like a pretty, I, I would say a, a pretty solid MMO. Yeah, it's 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 good. So um, it's it's here to stay. For for the things that like, I I will give it this. Like it's it it is a it's one of a kind. Uh, Destiny Destiny Two. Like it's it has gone from like just this share world sh- shared world shooter Borderlands knockoff to like a, a a a kind of like a and and I hate to sound pretentious when I say this, but like a, a trendsetter. You know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of games are are have really ripped off destiny like the um the first descendants or whatever that's like that's a destiny fucking clone if you don't think so you're in denial uh anthem and stuff and and uh to to name a few yeah and and like that's like that's cool and that's and that's good but i mean like i think destiny i think what destiny just needs is some competition that's what it needs and um there really isn't any right now uh, aside from like world of warcraft or like warzone or something like that but they're in their own kind of ball game you know what i mean so i think like the the world of warcraft faithful is never going to jo- come to destiny and, and vice versa um and uh i don't know people have been really upset with the game lately just with in terms of just like just it's it's really stagnated it's not that like there's nothing to do in the game you know bungie isn't like oh they're not listening to us no it's just like it's just like we've been doing the same thing for a year people are just bored honestly and i feel the same way i've been taking a break i've beaten a lot of dark souls souls like games so it's been fun (laughs) it's been fun nice and uh but no i'm really looking forward to lightfall i'd love to i'd love to talk about it when that when it comes out it looks great uh it looks like a cool expansion. I'm sure it's gonna 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 add its few things and a, a kick ass new raid, and then and just have its have its news sort of six player activities and and like a cool story and stuff. Bungie really knocked it out of the park with the Witch Queen story. I don't know if I if I ever said that, but uh, if they're they're that's the quality that they're gonna have going forward in terms of their campaigns, and I'm for it. I I really like it, and I'm glad um it's just i don't know they're not really doing anything new which sucks uh strikes gambit crucible they're not getting shit for updates and it's and that really sucks um crucible is set to get some updates uh they're putting in a new title they're reworking competitive the competitive playlist next season and i'm not really looking forward to that because i have 34 titles in destiny 2 and i know being the completionist friggin spaz that i am i know i know i'm gonna be banging my head against the wall getting it um which is not i I have a question i'm an avid i'm an avid ff14 player so titles there's like hundreds of titles to do like for many things how many titles are in destiny 2 so looking at this is we're going to require me to go back and look through. So, uh, so bear, bear with me, please, because there's <laughs> there's uh, uh, quite a bit. So let's see. I'm looking at my titles right now. So I have one, two, three, four. Or no, I just said I have 34 titles. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> I'm like 34. Uh, and there's there's one. Uh, so 30. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, 20, 21, 22. So those are the 22 that you can get right now. There are two actually that you the 
cannot get anymore, but because I already got them, like I got them, but uh, th- that's just the titles that you can earn right now. Gotcha. 22, 22 titles. Uh, let's see. We're, we're, we're scrolling back to ones that you cannot get anymore that I have, but like 38, 40 titles, like close. So that's, that's quite a lot. That's, that's quite a lot of titles for a game like, like destiny Two, And I think that that system, honest to God has saved has has, has like come in handy. Like for, and it's, it's been a big benefit for the game. Um, like, like I said, like I, I gotten like, I, I got one dredgen. That was the very first one. And I think that's a lot of people's firsts uh, because it's the gambit seal and uh, it's really easy to get. Um, but once I got that one, that was it. Uh, uh, that was what started my crack like addiction to getting all these titles. And and now <laughs> I got like the I, I don't have the trials of Osiris title. I suck at trials, so I know I'm never gonna get it on my own terms. I'd have to like like get carried for it. Uh, I love getting all the raid ones. The raid ones are fun. The last one that came out was King's Kingslayer, and I missed a couple D and D sessions to get it because. <laughs> getting that one is so important to me and um bungie i i I don't think i've mentioned this before but they've been uh they've been re-releasing and revamping a lot of old raids uh vault of glass and king's fall are the ones that they revamped and i am so glad that they put those in destiny 2 um like all of those old raids in destiny one like people hold them in high regard and like you know i didn't really raid a ton when i was playing destiny one so like i don't really have like this like oh my god i remember in 2014 when i did my first vault of class run ah. no i don't really have those memories um but i because they put them in destiny two i i have since made memories like that um that i will hold I, that i will cherish when i'm like 30 years old in in my rocking chair and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I do. I don't know why I say these things. I just say them. But um, no, they've they've been really really putting in like a lot of work to 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 live up to their word and put a lot of Destiny One stuff in the game. And people don't like that. I could care less. It is what it is. But uh, you know, more more content is, is it's more content. You know, whatever. Um, and I don't know. I think they've nailed down content content creation to a science. It's just it's just evolving it. That's what people are really really begging Bungie for. Oh, one more thing too that I completely um, completely glossed over. Um, it, another thing that people are really really like jonesing for are community missions. Um, things like the corridors of time from two years ago, which required the entire community to work together to map out like infinity, essentially Um, just like this infinite space of like of time itself, which was incredible. Um, Another one too was uh, uh, the, this um, freaking the fell winters lie mission from Warmind or not Warmind, uh season of the worthy where the community had to do like a billion friggin seraph towers which sucked that was a bad season and that was a bad event uh but it you know the payoff was good we got some little bits of bits and bobs of of some lore and stuff like that and we got a really good shotgun out of it so that was okay the people are really 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 missing stuff like that in destiny um and, and secret missions like Zero Hour and, and the Whisper mission where it was just like it just popped up out of the blue and people were t- clamoring to to figure it out, to, to get guides up and stuff like that. And that's what people have been dying for, self-included. Uh, they haven't done anything like that since 
like last year with the presage mission uh which was a really good dungeon um and uh the the, the last community event that they did that required everybody to participate was like fe- uh the dawning 2020 where the only thing that was on the line was an emote uh an ascendant shard and like m- maybe two exotics and and like people were really pissed off about that but you know, whatever. Got some resources out of it. I got an emote that nobody has. So I'm happy. Whatever. What was and the emote? It was uh it was you putting on snowshoes and then doing a bit of like a uh like a walk, like a really stupid walk. It, it wasn't <laughs> like anything like it wasn't that funny, but like it's like, oh okay, I have snowshoes, you don't bitch. Haha. <laughs> so I contributed my dawning spirit two years ago. Fuck you. <laughs> Here's what I get. This is all I get to show for it. And uh, no, you know what? People just people just want more things that bring the community together. And I'm and I love that. And I'm I'm all for that. And I feel like Bungie is going to hear that. And like next year, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna have something to to do. You know what I mean? They can't develop stuff in one day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I, I'm sure that, like, you know what? Here's what's here's what's gonna happen. The community's got their qualms this minute, right now. As soon as season 19 comes out, oh, Destiny, the best game ever. Oh, I love it so much. I would, I would have its children and fucking <laughs> take my money. Oh, a new dungeon, you say? Oh, that's so great. This is the best the game has ever been. And then, sure enough, before Lightfall comes out, we're gonna be in the exact same position. Everybody's pissed. Oh, Lightfall is the make or break for Destiny 2. Uh, and. That's that's it. I think the game has been in worse places and everybody's just bored. That's everybody. Everybody has finished their stuff and realized that there's reality beyond a video game and they're pissed. That's what I think is. That's what I think there is. I think people just realize that they can go outside and if they pay twenty five dollars for the expansion pack, they'll get a soccer ball. So that's just kind of what. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm getting at. I'm so mean. I'm oh so God. mean to my friggin' community that I'm a part of. But, I mean, you um, come up with very creative insults. I'll say that. I, so I, I think that it's. I'm glad that I'm endearing. Is is my <laughs> is is what I'll have to say to that. Um, but no, honestly, uh, a little bit dry. If you play Destiny and you're bored, fucking go play anything else for like what a month. When is the next season coming out? Uh, how many weeks? One, two, three, four weeks. Yeah. Oh, that's a month. That's oh. basically a month. Yeah. Go play something else. Halo Infinite has its winter update. And of course, Halo Infinite sucks. So I, it, that's just a suggestion. Do with that as y- you will. Yeah. yeah. Um, it got but, Forge mode recently. It finally got full Forge mode. You know what? Okay. So I, I hate to diverge <laughs> too much, but. Um, you know, the winter update comes out. They got the whole, they got the fucking battle pass for it, the free one that everybody gets. That's so great. We But Forge should have came out with with Halo Infinite. Co-op campaign should have come out when Halo Infinite came out. And and, and fun fact, it, to, just to peel the curtain back a little bit, the uh the deal uh uh, the battle pass that we get with all of those like reach helmets, the CQB helmet, the JFO, uh, the the original like Mark V helmet from uh, from Reach, excuse me. Um, th- those were all meant to be in the season one battle pass when Halo Infinite came out. They just couldn't. 
they could not put them in the slots. They couldn't program them in the battle pass slots because they ha- they just didn't have time. So we should have got that shit a year ago. J- just to peel the curtain back a little bit for you there. So I can't really give 343 too much props uh, because that shit should have been in the game already. Everything yeah. everything that's that they put in this update should have been in the game already. Yeah. Honestly, quick my my quick take about Halo uh, Infinite. Day one of them releasing that multiplayer early was phenomenal. Oh yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And then people saw that there was nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they removed all the party games. The progression sucked. Oh, I I was so disappointed when when I logged on and I saw that one of the challenges was kill an enemy wraith. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is the type of progression that we that we got to deal with. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that one day, oh, one, I'll cherish it those, forever. Those two matches, that the first two, I got a, off a 10-hour long car ride. And I was like, fuck yeah, we're playing some Halo. And it was awesome. And then it, it really the was. next day, I was just like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> this, <laughs> hold, hold on a second. Something's yeah. not right here. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any upcoming or any Destiny 2 content that's set to be vaulted soon? That we know uh, oh yeah, so I guess I guess in uh, in light of that, uh, they're no longer doing that. Uh, oh, they're no longer vaulting. Uh, there. So let me let me let me specify here. They are no longer vaulting previous expansion content. Seasonal content is 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 it's on the chopping block. When as soon as Lightfall comes out, everything that all of this seasonal stuff that's been coming out is going to be gone, which I, I don't like that. I don't, I really don't like that, that, that we're getting that, that stuff taken away because I feel like I've, 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 you know, paid for that. But the way that I kind of think about it and I've kind of gaslit myself into accepting it is, is that I pay for the battle pass. I pay for those cosmetics and those materials and the, and the exotics that, that I get for the season and, and the, the activities like catch crash and the them bringing back the leviathan that's just supplementary i don't i don't see it as i'm paying for the content i'm paying for the exotics and the and the cosmetics and the battle pass stuff which is not a healthy way to look at it but look the copium is high right now okay <laughs> copium is at an all-time high same with my blood pressure <laughs> but, we're, but we're but but that's beside the point um and you know what? Like they're they ha- they actually we're bringing it back to the the reveal two months ago. They did a really fun collab with Fortnite, and they made some really cool armor sets. But they're like way more expensive than the other uh, the other seasonal like armor sets that have been for sale, which kind of sucks. But you know, excuse me, I'm broke. I don't make any money. So what, of course, what am I going to do? Go into credit card debt and buy the friggin' drift Fortnite armor for my warlock. And I'm going to get the Titan knight set for my, my guy, because I like looking like a big badass knight with a friggin' rocket launcher. So honest to God, like I, I spend so much money on that game. It's, it's just like, how, I have how, like much, how much do you think you spent on destiny two? So I think that I've probably spent, so like okay, are we are we counting expansions and stuff? Well, just not counting expansions because obviously those are like you're gonna get those knowing. So not counting expansions. So I 
typically what I do is I kind of front load the season with like buying the um there's like silver packs that come with like an emote and like fucking um like like 1200 silver or something like that it's it's not like it, it it's not really a great value those things are like 20 bucks i bought one two three i think i got a fourth one somewhere for uh so those are all f- uh, f- 80 uh, 80 bucks right there and then pl- on top of like you know, maybe maybe twenty bucks here and there for like the odd cosmetic that that I really really like. Uh, that's just stuff that I can keep track of. So I probably spent maybe close to three hundred dollars on like silver stuff. Like, keep in mind though, over the course of like yeah, that's the course of like- launch to now. So I'm like, aside from expansion stuff, like I I've, I spread that pretty thin. That's pretty. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. That's better than me with FF14 currently, where I think I've maybe spent... I think I, I talked about it in a previous episode, where I think I've spent roughly 200-ish dollars on the game. Like, not, like, obviously my subscription and the game itself, but, like, just the cosmetics and shit. The minions and the mounts. Like, 200 bucks within the span of, like, how long? Maybe two, three months? Yeah. Yeah, man. Video games are just becoming mobile games now. It's sick. I mean, it's it's mostly it's I I think it's mostly with MMOs because yeah. they're they're that's how they get their profit is like obvious. It's their it's the subscription you pay for it. And to be fair, like okay, every every single expansion that I get is since since the beginning, since the Taken King came out, I have gotten the deluxe edition. For every single expansion that has that has come out, um, mainly because like Destiny's content now, it's so fractured, and I don't know why the fuck they do this. It's so fractured. There's like, okay, you got your expansion, and then that covers that covers this stuff, and then you got your season that covers this one thing right here, and then it covers, and then then you got the dungeon pass, and that only covers two things. But oh, those things aren't out yet, so you you basically that's just an investment. That's a, just a deposit on it. The, there's so much stuff in Destiny that's that's broken up, and you got your free to play content that everybody gets, but like. It's not like for the free to play players, it sucks. So it's just like it's not even worth being free to play anymore. But like all of this stuff that they that they do now is so fractured and broken up. So like when you you're you're basically encouraged to buy the deluxe edition because it's like, okay, well, will this cover everything? Okay, I'll just spend the hundred bucks. And and that's what people are just incentivized to do now. Um so, but but even before that, like I I put so much money into into Destiny Two. I think actually the only expansion that I didn't get the deluxe for at the time, and but this and this and I kind of regret this too was uh, Forsaken. I did not get the deluxe edition for Forsaken. I was so skeptical skeptical of getting anything Destiny related when uh, during this that state of the game, like in twenty eighteen. Uh, because it was so bad, and uh, sure enough, Forsaken comes out. It, it it hits with a bang. I played I played Last Wish, and I was just like, "This is incredible." I and, and then that's when I bought like the the, the the deluxe upgrade or the season pass or whatever whatever it was. And um, yeah, I I put a lot of money into this game, and I would rather put in a hundred bucks a year than pay like ten bucks a month for a subscription because. That just ain't. I mean, it's basically the same thing. But I would rather pay a hundred bucks for a DLC than than 
12 bucks a month for a subscription. I would rather do that because I, yeah, I fell off of World of Warcraft because of that. I was like, fuck paying 20 bucks a month on top of this garbage. Yeah, content. World of Warcraft is also like, it, it's been in like a losing state for God knows how long. Oh yeah, when people, when people, it, Blizzard released the uh, Dragonflight trailer during their whole, that whole sexual misconduct fiasco, people knew that they were doing that to save face. Yeah. And it didn't work. But Did not that, work at all. That being said though, dragon people that's pretty cool i will give it that i want to wait and see uh i mean i could be a dragon person in ff14 for the price of free yeah for real so i don't know i'm not gonna i i kind of knocked off world of warcraft a, a long time ago and uh i miss it. it it was a fun game but yeah i got destiny too i got, I got too you i got do. too many live services to play <laughs> it's yeah just, it's just too much uh, with that, then, it's time for us to dive into our second topic of the day, which is God of War Ragnarok. A bit of an early reaction slash early review, uh, as Jackson has been playing it. He's played five hours of the game. More, something like that, yeah. So how is it? What are your first rea- What's your initial first reaction to it? Combat is like... From what I've played, uh, it's more or less identical. The only thing that they changed really from the start, from what I've seen so far, five hours into it, I have not finished it. My word means zilch, uh, is that uh, you you have now a bigger, bulkier shield, or you have the choice between a bigger, bulkier shield or one that's specifically designed for parries. Which I think is really cool. Um, that it just adds a little bit more variation, and of course you can switch. You can switch your shields. You can go to the blacksmith guys and switch them whenever you'd like, which is awesome. Uh, just a little adds a little bit more variety. Um, the one thing that I really liked, and this is a light spoiler, I guess, is that uh, instead of fighting undead the entire time and like the odd monster, it's like you actually like start off with fighting people. Which is Ooh. like it's so nice seeing like actual people in uh, in in this world, and uh, th- there's a without spoilers like you go to like a little dwar- dwarven city and you like you you're walking in and these dwarves are all scared of you and stuff and it's really cool just actually seeing like a populated world but they kind of take it, they kind of just knock it off after you get in and start walking around because they all go in their homes because it's like, Oh, they're scared of you. They're not going to come out. So they're just going to stay in their homes forever. As long as you're playing the game, which is kind of lame. It's like, okay, well I would have liked to have like fought a monster and like a big crowd of people or something like that. But I I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they'll do that. I I have no idea yet, but uh, no, the game is really fun. The combat it's, it's, it's got a war 2018 combat. I liked it. Why change it? It's, it's, it's good. Let's not reinvent the wheel here. Yeah, Um, exactly. And uh, the one thing that I really and I, I kind of told you this before we started recording, it, the 2018s kind of roped me in a little bit, a little bit better. Like 2018 God of War, um, the story, this the story here, I, I won't spoil anything, but I, just kind of the draw of the story for me in 2018's God of War was was much better. Um, it was a simple journey of you and your boy going to the 
tallest mountain to to drop off your wife's ashes and not and that was just a very simple story but it was the, the the story along the way with kratos and his son kind of rekindling their their relationship after the passing of kratos's wife Faye, that was beautiful and i feel like that 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 like it's really missing that like sort of like draw to me and of course it could change i i really like the 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 very beginning was fucking kick-ass no spoilers you know you fight somebody it's fucking kick-ass and i loved it um but i do i i do get i feel the stakes in this one though i feel like the stakes are really high with you know who you're who you're at war with in this one and um what you what you and atreus are are trying to do um i obviously like this isn't a spoiler because it's literally the the title of the fucking game but ragnarok Ragnarok. is is coming and they're trying to prevent it obviously and um i just feel like those stakes are there me and my girlfriend we've been playing it she really likes it and uh she loved god of war 2018 as well so it was actually our anniversary like two days ago so we got that for ourselves as an anniversary gift and it was and it's fun it's it's a really really good game um and I'm really looking forward forward to it. I can I can send you a quote or whatever whenever I beat it, if if you'd like. And uh, absolutely, absolutely, I, I would love that. I I don't really have as much to say about God of War 2018 as I as I do about about the state of destiny, obviously. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 really it's really good. I'm sure it it's it's going to be a great game at the end of the day. Like uh, the 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 slight problems that i have with uh with this story but again it's it's not even that like i i don't hate the game obviously i think it's great i'm I'm yeah it's it's just the occasional gripe with the story is there anything that you don't like about the game at all i i I, the 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 thing that i i I, i'm I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite here but um i i feel like that they didn't really do too much with the combat like they didn't change it too much um, again, with a variation with the shield uh, that that I told you about, like that's a nice change. But it just combat in 2018 and 2022 just feels a borderline identical. I feel like if I were to show the, those games to to a kid that has never played God of War, I'm like, hey, which is the newest one that came out? Fuck, you wouldn't know. Like <laughs> he would he would have no idea. So I feel like that that's like the one thing. Uh, a, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, told me that every single time that he's gotten in combat in this game, he's rolled his eyes. He's so done with the combat, and I'm like, really? Okay. Well, that's cool. That's cool with you, man. I, I'm like, I like the combat. Again, it's 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 fun. I'm I'm sure it's I'm sure it's not really going to get a whole lot of changes unless there's a big thing that you know, a cool tool that Kratos gets or something like that. That that's going to change everything up. But you know, five hours in, I, again, I I have I haven't even experienced a, a fifth of the story yet, so I have. I have next to next to zero to, to zero insight as to like what's actually going on. Um, I feel like I, I on in hindsight maybe this topic might not have been a good good call because I'm gonna <laughs> sound like a I'm gonna sound like under the mayo just like just I like, mean like I said it's an early it's an early review reaction because we yeah. are just like your average gamer we don't spend like we don't get the games early like review copies i wish we did fuck it would yeah, be so nice that would be incredible. i would love a review copy of a game to get it early and then just play it and then like when it actually comes out it's like oh yeah i've already done the game here's a guide yeah and all that like that would be cool another thing too and i feel like that this has also soured my my 
my me going into this game is that I beat Dark Souls uh, and so, uh, Bloodborne right beforehand, and like I am so used to those combat styles in the game those sluggish and slow you got to be really precise with your with your attacks and stuff so i I feel like that just sort of like the i and i fucking i'm gonna cringe saying this but the the casual fied kind of combat of of god of war i'm probably that's probably another reason why too that i'm not really a big fan of it but i feel like a fucking loser saying that but i i that's just that's that's also probably just why i'm not i'm not really having it as well um but uh no i i think it's going to be a great game still regardless i i I can't wait to to finish it and play through it still i think it's going to be amazing regardless what are your predictions on this because obviously with a game like this coming out right now this is on the cusp uh it's obviously this game is gonna be nominated for game of the year oh yeah absolutely what are the the game of the year list we don't have it yet for what it is for the game awards yet uh voting will actually be taking place very soon uh they said uh according to the website like midway through november which we're almost there um you'll we'll be able to vote for the game awards yeah we're looking at we we have with the memes have three games are up for game of the year god of war elden ring and stray dude elden ring's gonna win is this is this a question like it's does god of war pose a big enough threat to possibly stop elden ring narratively yes because elden ring albeit is a is my favorite game of the year i haven't even finished it yet that's how confident i am that that game's gonna win i i have about 50 hours in elden ring and i've kind of plateaued a little bit not gonna lie i haven't really i've kind of lost interest in it just just simply because like i just don't know what to do (laughs) that's how big the world is uh but no elden ring is fucking amazing and uh i i have no doubt that that game is not gonna win game of the year and if if it doesn't i'm genuinely going to be shocked um narratively of course i think god of war has has a bit of an edge over elden ring but just the sheer the sheer scope of the world and just the the number the number of play styles in elden ring paired with just some of the most amazing bosses in a souls game that i i have ever played and um and just like just the just the sheer beauty of of Elden Ring, I I think is it, it just it's it's there's going to be no question that game's going to win. Um, I mean, I love the style of Stray. I've never played it. I love just the graphics and just the world that it's in. It's like cyberpunk, but actually good. Um, and uh, of course, God of War. It's it has a very rich story, which which like not like rich is in like vapid, but like just it has a lot going on. And uh, I, I love that for, for, for the game. If, if God of War or Elden Ring won, like, I would not be surprised. But I, I, I have my money on Elden Ring winning Game of the Year award. Uh, that's, just, that's just my thing. I think another thing, too, is that this is one of those instances where people have been so hyped for a game and a game has actually surpassed what people's expectations were. People were thinking it's going to just be Dark Souls 4. No, it's like Dark Souls meets Skyrim kind of thing. Um, and, and you want to know? You want to know my opinion? Dark Souls too. meets Skyrim, and the guy who created the world hasn't played the game because people are still yelling at him to make another book. 
Yeah, yeah, George R. R. Martin. Yeah, he and and I'm glad that him and Miyazaki fucking worked together on it because like it really paid off, and that that is a that is they did amazing work. Um, and uh, yeah, I think like and this and I I hate to sound like a like an elitist like loser, but um, I genuinely think that Elden Ring is the easiest one to pick up. It, it's it's hard. It is hard. Don't don't get me wrong. It's not a cakewalk, but just due to the sheer number of play styles and the millions of friggin' guides that are on YouTube that can show you how to capitalize on like an easy play style, like cheese the game kind of thing. Like it's, it, it, I think it's, it is the best one to, to pick up for sure. Uh, but I, th- but, but, but in all honesty though, Demon Souls remake, that is the easiest one to pick up. That's the, that game is the easiest souls game. And you, you fucking cannot change my mind. That game was fucking easy. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I be, but I digress. Um, not Elden Ring, gonna 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 be god of war no 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 question i have my have my money on that uh but god of war regardless is still gonna be uh still gonna be amazing and i think also too the sales numbers uh if if elden ring has sold more copies than god of war i think that'll also be a sign too that that game is simply just just better if that makes any sense yeah no definitely all right. Well, I think that's really about it for our God of War talk and our second topic of the day. So we're going to start wrapping things up and head into the bonus level. Community Q&As, a look back at gaming history and your achievement of the week. Here's this week's bonus level. And of course, this is my weekly talk of like, hey guys, no community quarter again this week because we don't really have any questions from the community. But if you want to, uh, get your questions in for the community corner. You can join the Tony's Game Lounge Discord, which you can find in the description of this podcast. Or if you head over to our Twitch channel, you can find a link there as well. Uh, so we're going to start with uh, this week in gaming history. Uh, here's what happened in the past from November 14th to 20th. Uh, on the 14th, 2005, McDonald's and Nintendo launched a free Wi-Fi service for the DS in thousands of McDonald's restaurants in uh, the United States of America. It was provided by Wayport and paid for by Nintendo. So that was that was a, a neat time. <laughs> day, day, the days of the DS where you could go to McDonald's, connect to their Wi-Fi and play Pokemon. Yeah, now you do that, you're looked at as some sort of like diddler. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like you, you looked at it as, as some sort of creep or somebody's going to fucking take a picture of you and put it on Reddit. They're going to turn you into like a, soy put, I, I feel like that that's more likely of getting put on Reddit. It also depends you know, on what you're wearing though. You, or you if you have what? a body or odor. Oh, there was, there was a picture of these three guys playing Nintendo switch on the subway and they like people clown on them so hard. It's like, man, fuck off. Let those guys play Nintendo. As long as yeah. you're not, they're not fucking screaming that they got like a banana and Mario Kart or something like that on the train. Man, fucking leave them alone. I, I I would fucking bring my Game Boy to work when I used to work in BC. Like, you know, like who cares? But I digress. But but the, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Uh, on the fifteenth, two thousand one, Microsoft released Halo for the Xbox in North America. 
Oh, epic. So happy 21, 21st birthday, Halo. You can now legally drink everywhere. Yeah. Oh, man. Has it been 20? Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, the, the, the remaster that I played when I was like 11, it feels like yesterday I was booting that up. Damn, man. I mean, the remake, the graphics sucked. The, oh, yeah. The, the graphics were terrible, but I was really happy to play that regardless. Uh, on the 16th, 1999, EA released the 007 Tomorrow Never Dies for the PlayStation in North America. One of the earlier Bond games. Not as good as Nightfire from what I've heard. But I feel like anything compared to Nightfire is... Like, Goldeneye and Nightfire are like the two best Bond games. I've never... I have not played a single Bond game. So I cannot, I, I, I can neither agree nor disagree. Well, I mean, soon I know that GoldenEye will be on the Nintendo Switch Virtual Console. So uh, through the, the, the N64 uh, service that they have. So, hey, maybe, maybe that'll be the chance. Uh, on, on the 17th, 1995, Sega released Sonic Labyrinth for the Game Gear in North America. On the 18th, 2002, Nintendo released Metroid Prime for the GameCube in North America. On the 19th, 2007, Nintendo released Mario Party DS for the Nintendo DS in North America. Honestly, one of the best Mario Party games. Top top 10 for me. Maybe top 5. And on the 20th, 2012, Atlas released Persona 4 Golden for the PS Vita in North America, which... Uh, comes out uh again on the ps4 and everything else uh next year on january 19th alongside persona 3 portable i'm excited for both of those to drop because after playing persona 5 i i'm ready to play the others i played a little bit of golden on pc on the steam version but when i heard that they're coming out again i'm like i'm just gonna play it on ps4 and get those trophies because I'm an addict for those. <laughs> Man, the PS Vita, I remember being 16 and like saving up like 200 bucks for it. I was so pumped. And then I got it. I was just like, this, this is a piece of shit. This thing sucks. <laughs> this thing fucking sucks. Yeah. But, but uh, at the very least, I was able to bring my uh, link my PS4 screen sharing with it and play Destiny on the can. So there was that at least. Wow, I didn't know yeah. it did that. Yeah, yeah, you were able to. Uh, it was like remote play before its time, and it was super awesome. It was. I, I didn't have the best internet when I was in high school. Uh, we lived on an acreage, and and uh, it was it was it was a struggle. But um, no, it was. Uh, it actually worked pretty good. It, it didn't lag. It, it 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 didn't do anything. It was better than Google Stadia. <laughs> rest I in will, peace dare dare i say and but, <laughs> and it's it, it actually is true because look look where stadia is at now yeah, so. look where stadia is at now also google stadia uh they they gave us a they made a statement uh don't contact customer support about uh refund questions uh they have a whole other place for that customer support won't help you there yeah, they they're giving back everybody their money. For yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a class move. I will say that, that is, is very very move. good. Yeah, and uh, oh, by the way, by the way, uh, if you have a if your main account is uh, a Destiny account is on Stadia, please enable cross play so that yes. you can uh, you can you can 
have your characters still because they will get deleted. Make sure you enable crossplay, but that's but I digress. Yes. Uh, the achievement of the week is in Sonic Frontiers. It's Angler's Club, which is to land all catches at one of the four fishing spots. And the game of the week, obviously, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I cannot wait. The 18th cannot come any faster. How much is Nintendo paying you? Oh, God, I wish. I wish they were paying. I wish they were paying. You are nitpicking and biased. <laughs> God, if anyone was, to, I will, I want fucking Square to pay me, man. Oh, that would I talk be about, awesome. I, I talk about Final Fantasy fourteen so much now. Them, Konami, because they play so much Yu Gi Oh two. Pay me, give me a sponsorship. Don't, you don't want Konami to pay you because they're going to turn you into a pachinko machine. It is what it is. Oh God. <laughs> well, okay. Well, nice knowing you. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Well, uh, that's it for this week's episode of the podcast. Jackson, thank you for coming on out. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Where can we find you on the internet? I'm off the grid, man. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm in I'm in Fort Mac freezing my ass off. You can find me at the gym probably. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, um, and of course, and of course, you can find me over at uh, Tony's Game Lounge on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch, and at Radio Tony on Twitter, where we post highlights of the podcast, uh, talk about games. Well, that's it for us. Be sure to like, follow, share the podcast wherever you're listening to this on whatever platform uh, this is. And like I said, next week we'll be joined by Don Sr to talk everything Sonic Frontiers from the game itself to speedruns. Be sure to tune in for that. You won't want to miss it. And thanks for tuning in to another episode here in the Game Lounge. Bye! Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like and share the podcast and follow Tony on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok for more updates.